Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, the flippin' fiend. A title was vacated in NXT last night, and a new champion will be crowned soon. It sounds like WWE just became a much better place to work, and I'm going to tell you why. And another AEW signing has been confirmed. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, let's talk about the bloody fiend, eh? Let's talk there about Bray Wyatt. Let's talk about the White Rabbit. Let's talk about all of that stuff. Fightful Sleds came out with a new report yesterday. Going to go over that in just a second. But to recap, uh, these White Rabbit teases, the Jefferson uh, Starship or Airplane, one of the two. (laughs) That song has been playing on a bunch of house shows. It's been playing during commercial breaks in the arena. There was a QR code. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Mm -hmm. But obviously a lot of people are looking at this and going, hey, that's a bit spooky. It might be Bray Wyatt. There's also some other people like connecting the dots with various lore and, and, and stuff on Reddit. Like lots of fun theories doing the rounds. But a lot of people think this is leading to a Bray Wyatt return. And a lot of people in WWE think that as well. WE. <laughs> uh, Fightful Select, like I said, coming through with the Scoopski stating that WWE are staying tight lipped on the matter. I believe WrestleVotes actually reported something pretty similar yesterday as well. Um, Nobody that the outlet had spoke to have been informed what these teases are heading towards. Uh, So WWE keeping it very close to the vest here. Mm. Um, However, unanimously they are speculating that it will be Bray Wyatt who WWE higher-ups have expressed an interest in bringing back. Now many believe that the former Fiend's return is going to happen and it's just a case of when. They consider it a mere matter of time um, now, amongst those who've been kept in the dark over this whole rabbit thing um, <laughs> include production staff who are usually clued in, mm. but in this case, they've not been. Uh, similarly, people who are in charge of like props, like directing them and delivering them, have not included white rabbit specific stuff in their itineraries. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, veiled bits and pieces going yeah. on. It's pretty cool across the board. Fightful mentioned that they spoke to over 20 people in WWE uh, and they were unanimous in agreeing that the company needed to deliver on this tease. Uh, one person, described here as a top star, commented that doing so would be integral in setting the tone for shows moving forward. So yeah, you've got to deliver. You promise something big. If you don't come through, you look like a fanny. Mm. So here's hoping that they don't look like fannies on Friday, which is when we assume they're going to do this. Yes, that date is part of the game of Hangman and all that. Yeah, that 
that seem to suggest it is going to go down on Friday night Smackdown. I think they will deliver because Vince isn't in charge anymore and they don't do that sort it's of bollocks. It's a lot easier to have beef, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, we did a whole podcast on this yesterday, myself and the Daily Boys. You can go and listen to it. Uh, what Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. We'll just watch the video on our YouTube channel now. Who is WWE's White Rabbit? And we settled on Bray Wyatt. Yeah, we speculated. I know there was hints at a demon, perhaps. There's a time thing so it could be carrying cross it could be bad bunny for all we perfectly know but it seems to be akin to the like the dadley's true sort of comparisons to when everyone kind of knew cm punk was coming into aw but it wasn't 100 confirmed it's kind of being more and more you know getting closer and closer to 100 that it's going to be bray wyatt i'm excited i'm intrigued to see what they're going to do the bray wyatt experiment has been a roller coaster of a ride from day one it really has and <laughs> who knows what's going to happen under a triple h helmed wwe now if they bring bray wyatt back but Fiend, i'm into it eater of worlds Whoa. something new husky harris who knows man yeah i mean it's been a wild ride across the board i'm here for the ride man i'm gonna enjoy it wherever we go um and i'm glad that people are invested in this and i'm glad that people are excited about the big reveal i think I that's pretty cool might stay up to watch smackdown on friday night Ooh. i'm so excited about this well, i've got four days off in a row at the end oh of the baby maybe i'll do that too baby i, I mean do the wacky news with me whoa uh, i don't know they're all who's everyone the wacky, who's the wackiest person in the office the wackiest person in the office oh my god! after goodness. me obviously after you. And you it's probably that damn pamphlet isn't he like see when the cameras aren't rolling that guy's doing cartwheels yeah, he's, he's going, like Rang. he's juggling he's like he paints his face like Danhausen, but like yeah. Danhausen crossed with a clown it's it's he's a, a strange guy interesting fact about Hamlet. you know when he's madness. on yeah when he's on camera he wears like the cribs t-shirts uh, and stuff like that actually whenever he's desk you know when i walk past you know what i hear him listening to Insane clown possibly. Oh, <laughs> and real big fish. There you go, right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about last night's NXT major developments <laughs> in the title scene. Ilya Dragunov showed up at the end of last night's show. Uh, but I need to talk to you first about the North American Championship. Solo Zakoa uh, won it last week, of course, answering... Well, there wasn't an open challenge, actually. It was meant to be Wesley. He got the crap kicked out of him. Carmelo Hayes said... Oh, guess I don't have to defend the title. Then Sakoa came in and said, I've got next. He beat him. He won the title. He's been parading around with it uh, with the bloodline on SmackDown. But now he's had to vacate it. Shawn Michaels went, yeah, you weren't even in the votes. So <laughs> why not get a title yeah. match? Give it here. Um, and Carmelo Hayes went, thanks, HBK. Hand it over. You're such a good guy. And he went, bollocks to you. We're all going to get a uh, six-man ladder match, I believe, that's going to go down at Halloween Havoc. Two people confirmed for it so far. Uh, one of them, of course, Carmelo Hayes. The other, Oro Mensa, who debuted on NXT last night, the former Oliver Carter. Um, he's been on NXT UK, of course. He defeated Grayson Bloody Waller. Uh, but my money is on Tony D'Angelo, who's got to qualify against Wesley next week. He is majorly injured at the moment, brother. Yeah, I figured he might have lost this match, considering that no one's... Mention this to me with the spoilers, but yeah, more immense to look great. Who's the other guy who hangs out with Tony D'Angelo? You know that guy. Why do I do this to myself? Uh, (laughs) More of him on the NXT review podcast. Yeah, they are. Uh, That's right, boys. I kind of like the tacit acknowledgement here that impromptu matches are complete horse crap. Yeah, um, so I guess they'll never be doing them again in WWE. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure this represents a complete change in philosophy. Um, but yeah, I kind of like that to a degree. It's an interesting move. Obviously, Solo's on the main roster now. Um, 
I'm not particularly invested in NXT storylines, which makes it hard for me to get upset about the treatment of the title or anything like yeah. that. There are valid points you can raise for sure. Uh, I think Solo's really good. I think Carmelo Hayes is really good. I think uh, Mensah's really good as well. Yes, and uh, Wesley, who probably qualifies next week, uh, is going to be absolutely mint in it as well. But I will say this, right, because I saw some people saying, well, why don't you just have Solo score in the match and have him lose? I think they just want to keep him strong and don't... And, and also, if they just put him in the bloodline, it's a risky thing to put anyone in a ladder match. Pick six people, bodies, metal mm. flying around. They've got big plans for him. I think he's transitioned perfectly onto the main roster. Don't risk it. I, I, this is, for me, one step up from him just going, don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> don't want it. Melt it down. And yeah, into just a here you go, someone something. else. This should be defended yeah. on NXT. No, it's a shame because I was really hoping we were going to get some mellow Sokoa matches on the main roster to inform people about what a talent uh, Mello is but I sense his days in NXT are numbered kind of anyway yeah I think so too I think so too um, put him on the main roster he's really great and great awesome. promo from Carmelo Hayes again though on, on last night's NXT yeah, for, I mean he never does those does he never does great promos yeah. never does great matches Real even Trick it's nice so nice sarcasm by the way yeah. they're great it's so nice to as well think Oh, if they do call it up to the main roster, there's a chance they won't be split within six months because Trick Williams is tall. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, 100%, it'd be split up, Mello would be on main event, yep. and Trick would inexplicably be in a world title program. Yeah. He's got, like, ten matches on his resume or something. Just He's great. Season. Season them a give bit. Them, give, them some, give them a taste. Give them a little taste. taste. Uh, holidays. Holidays are nice. They are nice. And now WWE has more of them. This well, is this is real. This is good. Uh, the fightful select. I malfunctioned a bit there. <laughs> fightful select. It another, is surprising news. This another scoop ski from uh, Sean coming through. Uh, no crap, just that obviously. Indeed. WWE have expanded their paid uh, vacation schedule mm-hmm. for employees. Uh, there was a talent meeting held on Tuesday. Uh, it was the new regime. It was Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan, who are of course co-CEOs now. Stephanie is the chairwoman as well. Uh, and Triple H, who is head of creative, EVP, all that good stuff. They led this meeting. All employees. Uh, they are adding Veterans Day, Juneteenth, Thanksgiving Eve, and a floating date to the list of paid days off that talent gets. So they already got, you know, your array of American uh, public holidays, mm-hmm. things like President's Day, Memorial Day, Independence Day, all that stuff. Uh, you now have a free day break over Thanksgiving great uh, and over Christmas they have a five day break yeah it's really good as well yes. so like this is kind of a like a it's annoyed here as well that this is seemingly boosted morale which is a concerted effort that the new regime has made since they came in and was probably needed because uh, Vincent Mann uh, was not good um, <laughs> in his latter and years and Christmas leadership. pal <laughs> yeah exactly so WWE's road schedule over the years has certainly gotten a lot better for talent um, previously you were on the road five, six, seven days a week now they typically only do there are exceptions but they typically only do house shows on Saturdays and Sundays which means that if you're a Raw wrestler you're going to you do a work a house show on Saturday and Sunday you have your TV taping on a Monday that's a free day week baby remove travel from it so you know things are a lot better it's still, yes. still an intense lifestyle oh, yeah. a wrestler but sounds a lot more forgiving um, particularly when that road schedule was probably a big cause of injuries yes indeed like so this is good across the board it's just nice news isn't it yeah. like it's, it's surprising to certainly some members of the, our British office uh, myself included that 
oh, you need to make this a thing? I thought everyone just gets this. But yeah. no, it is nice that they have put this into policy, etc., etc. And I'm pleased to announce, Andy Murray, that as we are at What Culture WWE on Twitter, we will also be adopting Thanksgiving. So we're having Thanksgiving yeah. off of me and Andy. We get some turkey. Well, I've opted to give thanks for the entire uh, November. Good. So I'll see you guys in December, I guess. <laughs> A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, let's uh, move on to our final news story of the day. <laughs> uh, Layla Gray is all elite. Now, she hasn't been given the whole Layla Gray is all elite thing on Twitter thing, but it is confirmed. It was confirmed by Layla herself on an interview for the Die Sporting Network, um, and she said this, AW has been fantastic. I was working them for probably like a year and a half doing the dark matches. I started in March of 2021. This past summer in July, I was signed. Now I'm part of the baddies alongside the TBS champion, Jade Cargill. You already know Kira Hogan, Red Velvet, when she comes back, she's injured right now. But yes, she confirmed uh, that she'd been signed with AW since the summer. No big fanfare about this, but more than deserved, I reckon. And uh, yeah, congratulations to Layla. Yeah, congratulations to her. I mean, it shows kind of the... the further example of the success of the dark and dark elevation pipeline isn't it because uh, I mean I'm sure there are loads more examples but Powerhouse Hobbs yes. the same thing he showed up on some 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 squash matches he, he made an impression he got a deal and now he's being presented as a star of the future or maybe a star of now I think, yeah. I think the guy's awesome uh, there are loads of other examples as well we could sit here and rifle through them but yeah great great for Layla um, like I like the baddies as a stable yes. I think the, the giving Jade a crew was a really awesome move uh, added a new dimension to her Act. Uh, it, it's like great the fact stuff. that she's binned off any other people needing to talk for her now. Yeah, it's like Smart Mark, bye bye. That. Big Stoke, like I love Stokely Halfway, but it wasn't necessary. Yeah. Um, Mouthpieces, cut the. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. <laughs> First off, Tony. Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, and I'm looking forward to Red Velvet returning because I think her and uh, Jade in particular have really good chemistry. Indeed. So. Happy for people getting jobs. Congratulations, Layla. Good job, Layla. Uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Phil Hughes. It says, morning, you sexy legend. Oh, wow. Uh, do you think WWE ever considered recreating the Foley 98 Rumble with Bray Wyatt? <laughs> Him entering three times with his cult leader, Firefly Funhouse, and Fiend gimmick, as Mick Foley did back in the day. Ooh. Interesting. I don't, I don't think that they ever considered that while he was there. Um... 
I think that we got kind of tastes of that when we did the Firefly Funhouse match. So that was probably an equivalent, yes. at the very least, when he was playing different personas and things. Um, for me, that's kind of like a late career thing you do, right? It's when you're yeah. not necessarily here for Foley because he was he chopped and changed quite liberally between the, the personas. But Bray has kind of picked one and stuck with it for a couple of years and then flipped things up. He wasn't changing with the same regularity. So for him, it would make more sense as a late career kind of retrospective. Oh, Bray's back and he's doing all his characters. Um, I don't think it would make a great deal of sense to do it in, in the present day if he's to come back, but I think they'll do it as part of maybe like a retirement. I think you're probably right there. Like you say, I think the Foley sort of moved between his characters far more easily and there was less of a like, all right, now I'm becoming this guy. You know, like... Yeah. The the Fiend, the Fiend and the cult leader have a a slither of a connection. That's it. So you could do like the Fiend and the Mr. Rogers sweater guy. Yeah, that's fine. Because he wrestled as the the happy sweater man uh, (laughs) during the pandemic and all that. But yeah, it's it's, uh, certainly something that I could see them exploring in the future. Mm. What do you reckon character Bray's going to come back with? Husky Harris. Husky Harris. Yeah. The Nexus are returning. Muscle Man. Wade Barrett's in position. Rampant Rabbit from his funhouse. Rabid Rabbit. What was it called? Rambling Rabbit. Rambling Rabbit. Jesus. Rampant Rabbit. That's a vibrator. Yeah. Sid called him that yesterday. I corrected him before we... Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) By the way, uh, Mick Foley, I I think you know the guy. His name is Catcher Jack. Is genuinely one of my favourite memories from my childhood. Like a top five wrestling promo. So good. It's incredible. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) I think you know the guy. His name is the Flippin' Fiend. (laughs) Yes. He's got sausage wingers. There he is. Digital Fiend. Second question today comes from Mark Smith, uh, asking about tonight's Dynamite. It's quite a big one tonight, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Grand Slam, uh, which is also the name of my favourite breakfast at Denny's. So there you go. (laughs) Action Bronze on Friday. There you go. Is that right? Yes, he's wrestling tonight. Getting his ass handed to Friday. Yeah, he's getting his ass handed to Action Bronson, I've watched his interview with Helwani, knows more moves than Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko knows a thousand. Mark Smith Love action. says, does MJF make it a triple threat tonight or just come out and the winner uh, and face the winner, who Mark thinks is going to be Moxley, to become champion tonight? I uh, I don't think he makes it a triple threat. I think they're going to continue with the idea of him kind of like holding all the cards, biding his time, plotting, scheming, waiting for an opportune moment. Uh, maybe he would see tonight as an opportune moment to do that, but I think he'll do it where it gives him the biggest advantage. So rather than making it a triple threat, I think he's much likelier to wait until after the match when the person he'd be catching in on is like exhausted and all that stuff. But I don't think it's going to happen tonight. I do like Citric's idea of WWE-ifying it a mm-hmm. little bit and going like teasing a cash in or whatever. I think that would be cool. Um, but I don't see it happening tonight, personally. No. When's full gear? November. November. Maybe he calls his shot and knows that he could. I think it's going to be Danielson who wins tonight, to be honest. Yeah, I think so too. Um, too. And I think he thinks, I can get in their head and just really wind them up in the interim. And him and Danielson would be so great. That's a program as well. But yeah, like you say, that chip, they've been weirdly vague about how it works now. Yeah. So he could cash in tonight. I've been very excited. Do whatever the hell he wants. He's already champion in my eyes. Uh, Hero gives us our final question of today, uh, asking, why has WWE not tried to recruit Will Ospreay? He could be a high mid-carder and get pushed to the main event scene pretty easily. He's rather talented, Will Ospreay. Yeah, it's quite depressing that his ceiling is high mid-carder because <laughs> he's like a top five guy in the world. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, well, it was 2016, I think it was, during an Inside the Ropes tour. Yes. Paul Heyman literally handed Will Ospreay a contract for Evolve, which is, you know, when the murky relationship between those two companies, when Evolve was essentially becoming WWE's developmental for its developmental. Yeah. Um, so they have made overtures in the past, but Will has been quite vocal about not really wanting to work there, and I can see why. Uh, Will wants to wrestle his way. Will wants to do his things. Um, he has tailored his style to fit the New Japan main event scene. His style is now obviously his own but it's very much catered around the beats of how those matches work and he's learned a lot from people like Okada from working with him yeah. and, and all that so I think I think Will just wants to do Japan stuff to be honest and he, look he's he's excellent at that so fair play to him yeah I think um, there's more chance of Will Ospreay going to WWE now Vince has gone and Triple H is at the helm but I still don't really see it happening I, I think happening. I think he made the right decision anyway I think at that age you know he was a prestigious young talent obviously a, one of the stars of WWE CPW back in the day and we are already, responsible for his success we already knew about what talent he had back then everyone could see it um, you know we just gave him the platform finally no one else had um, <laughs> but uh, yeah in terms of like developing as a wrestler I think you know we all we all would, would say if you went into WWE's developmental system whether it be Evolve or the Performance Center or whatever they'd have been like stop doing that don't do that and why we like Will Ospreay now is because all the mad stuff that he does well, so who knows what he, what he he's going to go and do next maybe he's going to do more AEW stuff maybe we're going to finally get the one-on-one -on -one match with Kenny Omega again I don't know yeah. but I just don't see him going to WWE I'm sure they've, they've tried I'm sure they will try and I'm sure they're going to try and book Ricochet better because let's be honest Will's going to go what have you done with my mate uh, oh yeah, you booked him terribly for about 20 years. Yeah, I think he's very happy and I'm very happy to see him in this environment because I think it suits all of his strengths. Exactly, but yeah, keep an eye on what Will Ospreay. What kind of gimmick do you reckon they'd have given him in 2.0? Like Billy Brexit or something? Yeah, 100%. Fish and Chip Man? He'd have been, yeah. Something awful. Yeah, he would have been... The Tower of Team London. Crumpets. Oh, God, <laughs> Team Crumpets. Oh, God. Crumpy. Crumpy. I, I love NXT 2.0, but that makes me feel physically the ill. The Butler or something like, like that. Will Ospreay, stop doing all your amazing you know, gravity-defined stuff. Instead, here's an umbrella. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, his accent is very well-defined, so he'd probably... Yeah, that, give him something Michael terrible. Sidgwick does a spot-on impression. The absolutely Will perfect Will Ospreay impression. <laughs> right, let's move on. Speaking of impressions, let's move on to today's and finally... Because we've been found out, Andy. You and I have been busted. You know, you I, I, I don't do we're this. We're all in this together, mate. No, we're not. So, full full backstory. Go back to the beginning. Uh, a couple of days ago, Keith Lee, who's obviously defending the tag titles alongside Swerve against the acclaimed on uh, Dynamite tonight on Grand Slam, he tweeted business with a nice graphic of the match, uh, to which AW on TV replied, and it's time to handle it, and the like flexing emoji, to which he replied, indubitably. And then Pat, again. Pat Maxwell said, all right, now I know Keith Lee is listening to Adam Wilborn's impressions. If you're unaware, I do this voice for Keith Lee. <laughs> Keith Lee retweeted Pat's comment with a who's what. Hi, Keith. So, um, you, Andy, do you want to explain what you're doing here? I don't do, I don't do a thing, brother. This is all you. I love Keith Lee's promos. And this is developed on the podcast. We're a huge fan, Keith. It's all out of respect. Thank you, good sir. I hope he hits you with a powerbomb. I'm terrified. I'm going to get pounced <laughs> on my way You're home from work Lucky today. he's a very nice man. He's a lovely man, and he was lovely in WCPW, <laughs> and I hope he remembers me from that and knows this is all in, in good humour. Please don't pounce me, Keith Lee. 
I love you. I mean, we're only like a year or so removed from Will Osprey telling me to stop making videos in my mum's basement or something. What was it? Like, because I said I hope Shingo beats him. Stuff like this happens, you know. Here we go. Baron Corbin steaks. Yeah, all these things, man. All these things. It's fine. I've still got Maxwell on speed, though. Obviously, yeah. Not answered a lot recently, but... That's a shock. Why is he doing these hell lining interviews? That's not enough numbers, that, is it? Right, anyway, let us know your thoughts. It doesn't even work in the UK. Let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section below. Like, share, subscribe. Subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, we're going to be reviewing NXT and looking ahead to AW Dynamite Grand Slam a little bit later on today. Plus, thoughts, Twitter questions, all that sort of thing. At What Culture WWE on Twitter. Uh, watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for holidays. I'm off for four days. <sighs> See you later. Look, is that four? Yeah, I can count my number of fingers. Yeah, lucky best. Four horsemen. Yep. I'm so jealous. Apocalypse. So, who's going to be doing the news with me tomorrow? Well, whoever pulls the short straw in the Paul, office, basically. Paul it's one of those things when, when I stand up and go, right, who wants to do the news? Everyone suddenly looks really busy. Phil will do it. Get Phil in. <laughs> he's going to edit this specific bit out. Yeah, yes. He he's going to be like, I'm going to sit with these bricks. <laughs> He's got far too many busy things to do. At Phil My Chambers, if you want to follow him on Twitter. At Adam Wilborn for me. At What Culture WWE for all of us. Uh, but for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Indubitably. Done it again. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.